This is Main Event Radio. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for one fall and is your main event of the evening. It is Sunday morning. That means one thing. What? It means Main Event Radio. What? CJLO 1690 AM. What? Bell 5 TV Channel 950 and our official homepage, MainEventRadio.com. I am your host, Ryan Ryder. With st- me, Steve Rockamaniac. What? Are you still drunk from last night or what? something? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Since when do we start with the old school what thing? What? <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Uh, I don't know. I just felt like switching it up this morning. <laughs> Sounds good. We are also now on iHeartRadio as well, so you can download our podcast on iHeart.com. So that's a, that's a new edition as of this week. It is Sunday, February the 23rd, 2020. Your premier wrestling radio source for over 15 years. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, and of course we're coming off of NXT Takeover Portland, the first uh, NXT Takeover that uh, you know runs on a Sunday night in the traditional WWE pay per view slot. So uh, of course we're gonna look back on that, and uh, we also continue down the road to WrestleMania. We and uh, we our first stop, I guess, on that is uh, this coming Thursday, as uh, we got Super Showdown coming up as well. Yes, and then next Saturday is uh, All Elite Wrestling's. Latest pay-per-view offering, Revolution. So yeah, a lot of a lot going on. Exactly. So it's going to be a busy show here today and a busy week ahead. So uh, let's get into it. I guess we can start off uh, with the aforementioned NXT TakeOver Portland. What did you think of the event? I, you know, the fact that they decided to run on a Sunday night in the WWE's normal traditional pay-per-view slot set a lot going into it. Maybe set the bar pretty high as well. But uh, as usual, you know, I fully enjoyed uh, any NXT TakeOver once again. We had some classic matchups uh, once again from these guys. Uh, they're able to deliver to main roster level, and uh, we saw that throughout the, the majority of the night from the opener to the finish. It, there, there was great action throughout. I really enjoyed myself. You? I thought uh, it was okay. I, thought I, thought, okay. I really liked it. I, mean, I, I, do, I, do, I do like the, the idea of having an NXT standalone Yep quote-unquote pay-per-view event on a Sunday night mm-hmm. but to me it was it was too much it was it was just seemed like an over glorified indie show to me like an indie show with a dirty budget and they, there was just not enough selling especially in in the main event like to have a, a Canadian destroyer and then just break out of the like break out right away like a no sell it it was just, there was just too much no selling overall like they need they needed to be more psychology I don't know. For me, like you know, the the it's not about whether or not it's a glorified, uh, you know, uh, indie show because I'm used to these guys being. I mean, Adam Cole's and 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 the likes are are carrying the brands on uh, major pay per view weekends right now. So the fact that you know they're able to do that makes them more than indie stars for me uh, at this point. And uh, so you know, we'll we'll look at, at uh, match by match and and take a, a, a first off a look at the opener, of course, as we saw Keith Lee and. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic uh, facing off in the opener. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually really liking Keith Lee, though. 
Yeah, you yeah. know, Keith Lee's getting a great push. Now, of course... Ever since that showdown with Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, yeah. that's, what got, that's what got me uh, onto him. For me, I thought this was a great opener. They do have history. They had history before they were in the WWE. So, therefore, they, they had chemistry going into this matchup, having already, uh, you know, faced off in the ring numerous times before. Uh, and, uh, you know... Once again, showing like, hey, you know, they have just great athleticism for for huge guys in the ring. They're able to uh, really uh, throw around uh, and and get the crowd going. And uh, you know, in the end, of course, uh, Keith Lee uh, and retaining here and uh, just over twenty minutes. I thought this was a great opener. Big Bang catastrophe to retain his, his North American Championship uh, for Keith Lee. I thought it was yeah, it was a good opener for sure. Uh, Keith Lee looking looking good. Uh, Dominic Djakovic also looking all right. Um, Dakota Koi and Tegan Knox in a street fight. My issue with this one is the fact that neither of these competitors are really established yet with the audience. Like you mentioned it last week, yeah. you weren't that familiar with, with either of them. I've seen them before. But to me, like you could have the greatest match in the world, but if nobody knows who you are, it's 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 hard to get over. But of course, they're they're trying to make a name for themselves, trying to get known. It, at part at points in the match, it was hard to differentiate between the two of them, to be honest. Uh, there's still, there's still just, it, it's sort of like NXT is, is also the developmental brand of Dota B and slash NXT UK as well. Uh, so the two of them just trying to make, make a name for themselves right now. Uh, most notable in this match was the, uh, debut of Raquel Gonzalez. She's kind of going to be the, the diesel of, <laughs> uh, of Dakota Kai. Uh, the diesel to Dakota Kai is Shawn Michaels, if you will. Uh, so she slammed, uh, Tegan Knox threw a table. The table didn't break. That was a that was a bit of a rough spot, and that allowed uh, Kai to pin uh, Knox for the win. You know, in retrospect, uh, to follow up on on my comment from last week, uh, while I was not emotionally invested in in the feud and and leading up to the actual matchup itself, uh, of course, it did have a gimmick on this matchup, that being a street fight. And uh, so it was able to capture my attention uh, once I was actually watching the match. Uh, and, uh, of course, I, I obviously do enjoy, uh, you know, hardcore and uh, street fights and those type of things uh, more uh, than uh, certain other types of fights. So uh, the fact that, uh, you know, I, these two girls were able to have that type of match, was able to get my attention. I thought it started well. I thought they were telling a story, but then the finish probably wasn't as well as planned as it should have been. I'm not sure if that's their fault. I'm not sure if it's just a crowd lost interest and wasn't emotionally invested, or if it was the uh, the um, agent that uh, maybe didn't uh, get the finish to that level. But uh, of course, you have the run in, which was a sick, <laughs> sick bump, uh, and uh, I, you know. It was okay. It wasn't bad for me, Be, and and because of the hardcore aspect, so to speak, I guess it still uh, scored points with me. So you're still really into the hardcore. I've always uh, been to me like throughout the show. I I'm, I said this a few times yeah. that I was just I, I'm I'm tired of of hardcore wrestling. I'm just nah. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I was you know I, I've always been a fan. There's of so it. many. There's all every pay per view has ta- not only uh, NXT. I'm yeah. talking about everything. Yeah, WWE, yeah. AEW, yep. Impact, whatever it is. There's yep. so many. There's always a table spot. There's always a brawl in the crowd. Trash can, chairs, tables. It's like it's overdone already. It's a. I don't know. For me, I still enjoyed it. If anything, it's it's much more tame now compared to what it used to be. 
yeah. when uh, when you know we had barbed wires and light bulbs and uh, well, they still have that if you if you look certain places. Certain of course, but I mean, we had it in ECW. We uh, you know had uh, more than just a, a table, ladder, or chair in the WWE at one point as well. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, yeah, we didn't get. Uh, you know, light tubes in WWE, but that's a whole other story. But, uh, you know, I, I've always enjoyed that. So it was able to get my attention a little bit, uh, despite not being involved in or invested in that uh, storyline. To me, they gotta they gotta pull it back a little bit, like focus more on the the in ring. Too much, too too many matches go outside the ring. Too many matches involve weapons and tables and chairs. We gotta go back to mano a mano, man against man, woman against woman in the ring. And 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 it says wrestling on the marquee. I don't know. I think it still works with, with the right story. I mean, uh, look at Jericho's match in Japan, the first one. Uh, you know, with uh, with Omega, and it went all over into the crowd and stuff. Like you know, like it it it's still it's still able to deliver in the right in the right scenario. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano, as we said going into this show, like it was a great call to have Finn Balor mm-hmm. uh, go. I'm not going to say go down into NXT, but but switch over from the main roster to NXT, and yet another good match between him and, and Johnny Gargano. 27 minutes, 22 seconds. I didn't realize it was that long watching it live. Uh, it certainly didn't feel that that length. Uh, very good back and forth, and ultimately uh, Balor getting the victory. Yeah, I mean, like the. I think that what you just said uh, in many ways uh, really tells the story of this matchup where, uh, you know, we spend nearly a half an hour in ring and you don't realize that time goes by because they're just doing such a great job. They were playing off the heat. Uh, I mean, Balor was doing an amazing job as the heel. And, of course, Gargano doing a great job as the face. Uh, They played off the storyline very well. I think it was the match we all kind of wanted out of these two and expected out of these two as well because we did put, you know, some high expectations on this, having Finn Balor come down from the main roster to face Johnny Gargano, a guy who many people want to see go up to the main roster. So it should have been a main roster fight. And uh, I think I think that's exactly what they they were able to uh, to deliver on, and so um, I thought it was a great match. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so you know what? Maybe I was a little bit too harsh on on this show. I think maybe it was just like I just felt like the main event didn't have enough selling. Like it just mm-hmm. there was there was like they were doing one move after another, and they were just breaking right out, like not even not even a pin, just getting right up. Like well, okay, you know, I'll selling. get into it now yeah, since you bring so. it up. But like uh, we're not necessarily about the match, but more about the trend in pro wrestling yeah, in, in that's a very independent scene trend right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, well, WWE, it's usually back and forth. Okay. This guy gets a two count. This guy gets a two count finisher, finisher, but it's like, now it's just like, it seems a lot of, a lot of independence. And as shown in the main event between Adam Cole and Tabasa Champa, it was like a back and forth. This guy does a crazy move, gets right up. This guy does a crazy move, gets right up. AEW does it as well. No, right? every, yeah, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not yeah. uh, saying that. What I'm saying is that, and I've said this on the show before, I think, um, you know, when we get to these classic WrestleMania matches, right, that that we all think about, talk about, uh, you know, what was the formula that we're often seeing the last few years to make it that quote unquote classic? It's pretty much what I just 22, said. Twenty two thousand false finishes. <laughs> and, two and, count does the finish. Yeah, two count exactly. Yeah, and, and so, that's a two count though. This is these guys use the Canadian destroyer as a no, in between move. When I say false finish, yeah. I don't just mean f- a two count. I mean yeah. using the their finisher over and over again, and so on. It's so, like like 
any big match on WrestleMania in the last few years, how many finishers does it take per person? It's like two or three per person in the match. Mm-hmm. And then finally someone gets like a fourth or fifth and then wins the fight. So that's kind of become the, the recipe, it, it appears. So then you, because that's become the recipe, because the crowd has made it that recipe, Others then have to do it, and so that's probably why uh, even not just in the main event or whatever match that we could talk about from this show and some of the other sh- recent shows, that's why they go down that route. I'm surprised there wasn't more This Is Awesome chance just from a headlock. <laughs> yeah, if you could get the crowd to chat This Is Awesome for, with nothing, like why do you have to raise the bar that high? <laughs> yeah, well. They, the crowd's going to chat like This Is Awesome, like you still got it, I mean, like 30 seconds into the match, no matter what happens. <laughs> Yeah, well, but uh, you know, not always though. Not always, you know. At WrestleMania, they wouldn't. Okay, it's a different. Sure. If it's a different crowd, then yeah, yeah. yeah. NXT's yeah. crowd is completely different from, uh, I guess, uh, AEW or WWE. But uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, a, a good match from Balor and Gargano. Uh, you know, main roster matchup. That's what we expected, and that's what we got. So uh, good job and, by uh, them. Bianca Belair, Belair once again uh, having a strong showing, and in the end, Ripley, as as predicted, that kept her NXT Women's Championship as she's going on to defend against Charlotte at the Big Show WrestleMania 36 in Tampa Bay, Florida. So when we look at the card and and the execution of the, of the show, uh, I felt like this match suffered a little bit mm-hmm. from uh, from where they they went on because of course they had to follow up. What was Balor and Gargano, yeah. uh, and uh, therefore the crowd was just, uh, you know, burnt at that point. They needed a little bit of a break uh, coming off of that. So I feel like, especially at the beginning of the matchup, the crowd was really, you know, dead, you know, and and looking mm-hmm. for energy, and so that kind of hurt the match. I think a little bit. Uh, they still tried their best. Uh, you know, they went over 13 minutes and, and, you know, really tried to bust their butts to get the match over despite the crowd uh, not being super into it. Uh, and uh, it was okay. It was nothing great. Uh, and uh, it, it ended up being that match where, you know, it's the unfortunate bathroom break because when you look at that card, it's hard to find another one. And that's not to slam them at all, at all. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying what exactly what it seemed that happened in the execution of the matchup, and um, so yeah, it, it was all right. And yeah, if Ray Ripley obviously going to WrestleMania, so the the push is going to be huge. Then we got the Broserweights, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne becoming the new NXT Tag Team Champions, getting the victory, the win over the undisputed, undisputed era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. We said it like uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, they won the Dusty Rhodes Invitation Tag Team Tournament. It wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense for them to not to have gotten the, the victory and become the new tag champs. Uh, Riddle and Dunne are actually becoming quite the, the team together. A very, very different styles. Pete Dunne is more a Matt Bates technician and Matt Riddle's a, a more of a striking specialist the two of them together seem to have something going on yeah it's 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 the odd couple but uh you know nonetheless it's a very uh successful tag team so far that has gotten over with the crowd and uh, the crowd is definitely behind behind them when they won i saw like such a huge reaction on the twitter uh, feeds Mm -hmm. that uh, people were very happy that uh, they had won the titles uh you know it was time for undisputed era to drop the titles as we were kind of alluding to last week but it was always always the debate of do you allow part of uh, you know Adam Cole's group to look weaker compared to him because usually you want to keep all of them strong and that's what they've been doing for the last little while. But uh, you know 
the fact that the Brozier weights really caught lightning and, and really got this momentum going, uh, led to this, of course, the, this win. And I thought this was a really good match. They did some, they did a mix, I think, of what you like, Ryan, in the sense that, you know, you got some of that classic tag team wrestling, but you got a little bit of innovative stuff. So was, you had a little bit of a balance and, uh, the matchup itself, uh, you know, pretty much delivering, uh, you know, what you would expect out yeah, of two so NXT I, tag teams. I think for me, it was really the, the, the main event that, uh, <clears throat> That disappointed me. The finish, the finish was decent with Gargano coming out, longtime partner and rival of Tomasa Champa. Johnny Gargano comes out and and then <laughs> thinking he's going to come and help Champa, and in the end uh, ends up uh, aiding Adam Cole to retain. I don't know if uh, Gargano is going to end up uh, joining the Undisputed Era or if it's just setting up the the continuation of the ongoing feud between Gargano and Champa. But uh, Adam Cole retaining and uh, staying NXT uh, Men's Champion. Uh, the matches, like it had some high points, it had some low points, but I just feel there was too much no selling in this main event, as as I mentioned earlier. Right, it, for me, it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, the no selling or the false finishes or anything like that. For me, it was uh, the it I I did set the bar very high on this, but at the same time, uh, I felt like the finish was overbooked. I'll give you that. Uh, you know, where, you know, th- th- this whole Gargano thing and it, it plays into previous stories, but at the same time, it, it the, the, the finish just seemed as though they had like five guys in a room and they were all throwing out their ideas and they put them all on a board and they decided to do them all and just overthink <laughs> it. And so, um, you know, that probably did cause the match to suffer a little bit uh, and, and not reach the level that... Um, I would I was hoping for out of these two because obviously I expected a match of the year candidate potentially out of these and we didn't get it. Um, that being said, you know it's uh, we've seen in the past, especially over the last couple of years, where a pay per view can be very very good throughout the entire show, and when they completely botch something in the main event, people come out of it with a negative um, feeling for the night overall. And uh, I think that that could be the case here where some people could come out with uh, a not as positive feeling that they usually have with NXT takeovers uh, because of the way the finish went and uh, because of the way uh, that uh, main event closed off the show. Um, But uh, nonetheless, I really enjoyed myself. I thought that was a great uh, way to, uh, you know, put on a Sunday pay-per-view with NXT compared to, I don't know, some B show pay-per-view from WWE. I mean, it probably did way better than some of these, you know, non four major pay-per-views that, uh, that we have to put up with and talk about, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, every week or every month and, and, uh, sometimes twice a month. Uh, so, you know, it's a, uh, it, it was a good little show. It was, I think, and hope that they do continue to put NXT pay-per-views on Sundays with the exceptions of the big four weekends. Uh, you know, the big four weekends makes it an event. It makes it an entire week or weekend. But any other time, put them on a Sunday. I enjoyed that. Hey, this is Chris Jericho, two-time New York Times bestselling author and overall sexy beast. And you're listening to Main Event Radio right here, right now. Yes, this is Broken Matt Hardy, and you are listening to Main Event Radio. I find it absolutely delightful, yeah. This is Eric Bischoff, and you are listening to Main Event Radio. This is the Nature Boy Rick Flair. You're listening to Main Event Radio, live in Montreal. Woo! Woo! 
Main Event Radio, at Main Event Radio on Twitter, CJLO1690 AM, Bell 5 TV, Channel 950, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, any podcasting app, Ryan Ryder, Steve Rockamaniac. Coming up, uh, previews for WWE Super Showdown and AEW Revolution. But first, I just wanted to talk about a, a few news stories. Uh, WrestleMania 36 is coming very soon, April the 5th of this year in Tampa Bay, Florida. The show is not yet sold out. Many tickets still available. Is this due to the card? Not really yet being announced. Is it an underwhelming card? Is there not enough star power on the show? What do you What do you say, Steve? What's the number behind that? Like you know, like do they have a percentage behind that, or or is it just like nosebleed seats, like top of the the, the stadium that are that are available right now? Because like you know, I'm wondering about that in in the sense that you know it is normal that. Sometimes, you know, you can announce something is sold out and it's not really sold out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I've heard about concerts being sold out, but then, like, you know, I find I, I well, find Well, apparently Hall, Hall of Fame has a lot of seats left. SmackDown has a lot of seats left. Raw as well. Like, Raw, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, after, that's Raw after WrestleMania is usually pretty, Raw, yeah. pretty full. Yeah. yeah, pretty full. But when, when we say pretty full and how many seats are available, it would be mm-hmm. interesting to see, like, you know, the percentages here. But um, definitely, yeah. you know, we're, we're in speaking in general – Obviously, in general, we we've seen a, a somewhat of a downward trend over the last few years. I mean, uh, we've seen the house shows need to be canceled because they don't have attendance. Well, I'm thinking that they just don't have enough. They, they announced the matches too late. Like people, like the tickets go on sale in in August or well or November. I mean, yeah, Actually, November the, the tickets for WrestleMania went on sale and there was no matches announced. So it's like people coming from but, all over the world. They don't even. They don't even. It's like they feel like WrestleMania is bigger than any in, one individual match. But. I mean, give me, don't, correct me if I'm wrong yeah. here. Like. Um, Apart from Cena Rock, which was announced a year in advance, it was very rare they announced that a, a, a WrestleMania event that far far well, out. Many times we sort of knew what the matches were going to be. We sort of knew, yeah. We, I mean, we knew like Ric Flair. You, knew, you knew, knew Roman Reigns was, was, was going to face like you knew it was Ric Flair's retirement at WrestleMania 24. Right. You knew it was going to be Undertaker Shawn Michaels for for a second time, and then Undertaker versus Triple H. We yeah, sort of knew but, those matches were coming. We knew it was going to be in, uh, Rock versus Cena. Well, like you said, you said Rock. Yeah, Rock, Rock and Cena. But yeah. besides that, I mean, you kind of have an idea. Like, we knew Brock Lesnar in this, but it could have changed. Mm-hmm. We knew Roman Reigns was being built for a, Wrestle- yeah. for a WrestleMania TV shot, uh, title shot, sorry. Uh, so, therefore, you know, you kind of know. We, we've, no- we've talked about potential... Uh, you know, WrestleMania cards for a while. Mm-hmm. Edge was rumored for a while yeah, since so th- August. So this, this year we have Edge versus Randy Orton. We yeah. have uh, Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Is that strong enough to... to- for I mean, WrestleMania, I'm, is that a personally, card? I'm not super excited about the card yet. I'm excited for AJ Styles Undertaker. For me, that's, that's a big one. But overall... Yeah, because AJ will... Like uh, out, Triple but. H, first time since WrestleMania 21 that he hasn't wrestled? When's the last time Triple H did not have a match? Oh, yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it probably dates to the, at least WrestleMania 21. Uh, Goldberg uh, was considered for the event, but instead they're using him at Super Showdown against Bray Wyatt, unless he somehow wins, and then they do the battle. Yeah, the, unless they a, do the battle of the spears between Goldberg and Reigns. <laughs> it's supposed to be a one-off, but there's an yeah. ongoing debate there where you know if they feel like all of a sudden that they need him, maybe they will call him. But at one point it was going to be Becky Lynch against uh, Ronda Rousey, but instead now it looks like it's going to be Lynch against. Uh, 
See, that's a good example who, of what I'm trying to who, say. Who's, who's Lynch? Who's Lynch going to face again? Is it going to be? Uh... But that's a good example of what I'm trying to say, though. Let's say Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Okay. Now we could have known that well in advance, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense that you know, since last that could, year, that could have been built a year. That since could've... last year, we thought that match would probably happen. Uh, you know, and most people thought oh, that, Lynch and uh, Shayna Baszler. She's going to face Shayna yeah, Baszler. Yeah, and 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 most people thought like Ronda would come back. And be back for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so therefore she she would have been uh, in in a match probably against Becky. And Becky had been mentioning it in interviews throughout 2019 as well that you know she would like to face uh, Ronda Rousey. So even though the match is now ultimately not happening, it, the point being is that we kind of knew about rumored cards all the time. And so, uh, you know, I don't know if if that really plays into the ticket sales at this point or not. Um, it's I think it's just a more the overall product that that is playing into that, and uh, with just the downward trend in attendance all across the board uh, in for the WWE numbers, even worse for house shows to the point where they're canceling them. Yeah, they're, they're, it's it's become a situation that I think it's more than just. Oh, did they announce the card for WrestleMania in, uh, early enough or not? Mm-hmm. Then there was also the rumor of Sting versus Undertaker that we talked about two weeks mm-hmm. ago uh, in depth. Uh, Sting now not not supposed to be on the show, so that's a few a few big names. There's is there a lack of star power on the show at the moment? I think there is. Yeah, Undertaker but, AJ not officially announced on yeah. television, but it looks like that's that's the direction they're going in. I feel like that match can make the show, but it, it all depends how 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 well it pans out. Like if Undertaker can go, I know AJ's gonna gonna flop around for him. Yeah, at one point yeah. we were talking about having Rock and Roman. Next that was, year. No, yeah, I know, but at originally. At the press conference for 30, WrestleMania yeah. 37, uh, Roman Reigns said, I'd like to face my 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 uncle, The Rock, or whatever yeah. the relation is, and my relative, The Rock, and, and retire him. And, yeah, but it's also been like two years that we've been talking about that possibly. Years, yeah, years. you know, but that happening at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. So and it looked more so that it could happen now than anything. We are going to get John Cena back. John mm-hmm. Cena's coming on Friday. Uh, they could have gone. They could have done Cena versus Joe. Yeah, they could have done Cena versus uh, Joe. Joe, I think Joe. Uh, well, now uh, he's hurting. He got his second concussion. Yeah, I think and, Joe. Uh, Joe's going to be put on the shelf. Yeah, I the think second that's concussion in uh, the period of, of just a few it's weeks. Very unfortunate. And, you know, recent- Joe versus Cena would have been a great match. Yeah, right? and, and recently when I saw him uh, like on commentary, I had that thought. I said, you know what, this is the end for Joe. And then he came back, and then I was like, oh boy. Now, now that he got injured again, I'm like, I have a feeling WWE might like put him on that list. He was so very good on commentary. Though, yeah, so. no, I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed his work on commentary as well. I hope it, they keep him. I I doubt it's. The end. I think he's going to take a little bit of time off to make sure, like he doesn't get another, mm-hmm. uh, like he he takes care, of, like does the impact concussion test and make sure his his, uh, his brain is, is okay. I'm sure we'll see Joe again, and it would be a, certainly a disappointment if uh, Joe can never be a champion in in WWE. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that that. Uh... There was a lot of mileage on that body, mm-hmm. uh, you know. There, there, there was a run in, in, for a while, not only in Ring of Honor, but then that that spot in TNA that just completely screwed up his whole body. Like the you matches know, that he had against AJ and and the, Christopher Daniels, the bump on the on the stairs in TNA just, that just completely screwed up his entire body. Okay. Like you know, that uh, is is uh, unfortunate, and uh, we'll see what happens with that one. But uh, you know, WrestleMania, we'll see. I don't know. I'm still not in the WrestleMania mood just yet. It's coming. It's coming. Usually after Royal Rumble, though, it's like the kickoff to, yeah. to WrestleMania. But right season. now I'm not in it. Like a month That's why. So what can, what can they do to make it to make you more in it? Steve? I don't know. John Cena's coming back, but yeah, it's Cena a, it's Joe, a Cena Joe, man, it would be a good one. What about Cena Goldberg? Would you like that? I wouldn't mind that. 
rather than Cena Elias. Like it just seems like Cena's just gonna do a few moves and win. Like he's just gonna do the attitude adjuster and like I'm more excited yeah. about the Hall of Fame if anything. Actually. I'm always excited. I'm always more excited for the Hall almost every year like I'm more British excited Bulldog for the getting announced this yeah. week. I was super happy with that. No, I'm not the biggest fan of, of Bulldog, but I, I wasn't a huge fan, but I just it's just Oh, it's a good feeling. It's like I think of British Bulldog when I was a kid with the the hearts and this and that and all yeah. the thing and that run in the early nineties and in, 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 in WWE and it's just like a good time and some good memories and his match mm-hmm. with us, you know, Brett at uh, SummerSlam. yeah. To me, he was a big part. His biggest legacy is bringing United WWE to United to the United yep. Kingdom and main eventing SummerSlam '92, yep. one of the biggest uh, attendance records ever for WWE absolutely against Bret Hart. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's like a childhood memory mm-hmm. for me as well. So to see him going in, it was kind of like, oh, that's awesome, you know. And and, and of course the NWR, I was already excited yeah, for. So he passed passed away way too soon. Yeah, no due doubt to, due to drug usage and yep. The later part of his career is less memorable. Like yeah, he hurt his back yeah. in WCW and then got, uh, of course, uh, addicted to pain pills and it went from, mm-hmm. went on from there. Um, and so uh, you know, it'll be good to see him honored. Uh, the family's been pushing for it for a while. Uh, you know, and uh, hopefully, you know, one day we can also get Owen, you know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I'm excited for the Hall of Fame more than I am. Be- be- the Bella Twins also going to the Hall of Fame. That I'm not excited about. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the like, piss break. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't agree with people online sh- uh, slut shaming them. Like, no, that seems not at to all. Be a, a not at all. Right now. I don't I'm agree so, with that. But, yeah. But I don't feel that they're, they're Hall of Fame caliber talent. Not at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I oh, like, yeah. I just don't get it, but it. It's like they want to put them over as these kind of the transitional um, icons. Total Divas did get a certain notor- amount of notoriety in the mainstream. A lot of a lot of non wrestling fans do know the Bella Twins. Like they're the fact that, the, yeah. that they they're yeah, yeah. in the Hall of Fame is going to yeah, be yeah. in People magazine and 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 Entertainment yeah. Tonight and stuff like that. But it's as a- actual wrestlers and for a wrestling hall of fame or WWE hall of fame, I don't feel that they yeah. certainly belong. It's one it. of those things yeah. when it comes to WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania and, ha- and the hall of fame, more specifically the hall of fame. It's one of those things where, you know, what you get to that point where it's like, okay, it's a hall of fame. So is it a, is it a show or is it real? And then, you know, it kind of mixes and, and when it mixes, it's kind of like, Oh well, it's the Bella Twins. But yeah, it's all. But this. still, it's it's always you know? enjoyable every year. It, it's like no, NWO. No, NWO yeah, is going to yeah. be a great induction. Yeah, I, I'm Batista, looking, I'm sure, yeah. will have some good stories. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. Batista too. Like yeah. it's a good class, man. Like I'm actually contemplating going to uh, to WrestleMania. Okay, for the Hall of Fame, uh, TNA, mm-hmm. uh, No Place Like Home, yeah, TNA reunion. Cool. Yeah. That'll be a fun yeah. night. And uh, WrestleMania Saturday. I'm not sure if I'll go to NXT or Ring of Honor. I might go to Ring of Honor because I want to see PCO. Well, whoever he's defending his championship mm-hmm. against, yeah. So I think it would be and WrestleCon. There's over 115 plus wrestlers at WrestleCon. That's yeah, I mean the, WrestleMania weekend yeah. week is it's always getting like bigger and bigger every year. Bigger like, every year. When I went three years ago to WrestleMania 33, I saw wrestling events from 11 a.m. till 2 a.m. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like uh, Joey Janela's spring break starts yeah. at like midnight. You know, like <laughs> exactly. so it's it's yeah. great uh, to 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 have that weekend. But yeah, yeah, you know, we'll see uh, the Hall of Fame and uh, it's 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 a good class. I'm excited for that. I'm not yet excited for WrestleMania. I'm hoping that. We get down that vibe, uh, you know. I don't think Super Showdown is necessarily going to help, but uh, you know, as we get closer to WrestleMania, I don't think having Bruce Prichard and Big Dick Johnson in charge is helping very much either. They need they need fresh faces, new ideas. Mm-hmm. Not these guys that were in charge in the mid two thousands and they're in their lowest period. Like, mm-hmm. 
Well, Paul yeah. Heyman is a, is a, is a good Paul guy. Heyman's great, he's, but he's, also Triple H is great. Look at NXT. But he's doing Triple NXT, H and Shawn Michaels. NXT, yeah. You know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Vince has got to step away. Vince's cronies yeah. have got to step away. And, and it's time for the click to take over. <laughs> take back over. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? The click needs to take back over. Bring in Nash and Hall at the same time. Like, to me, Shawn Michaels being one of the main producers of NXT, for him to allow that main event to have that many, like, false finishes and no cells and stuff and the... The ref bump. He like, knows the crowd, though, right? He knows. He I'm knows. I'm surprised he would. He would allow that. Like, yep. Well, so they, 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 it, it is what it is. Yeah. Elimination Chamber is coming up uh, soon too. Always one of my favorite pay per views of the year. Is Slash it? sarcasm. Slash sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it's. I don't know. We, we know Shayna Baszler is going on to face Ronda Rousey, and we know. I mean, uh, Ronda Rousey. Excuse me. Shayna Baszler is going on to face. Uh, Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns is most likely going on to face uh, the the fiend Bray Wyatt. So the Elimination Chamber to me is kind of pointless. Jeff Hardy was backstage at SmackDown this past Friday night. Looks like he's going to be coming back to the main roster soon. Uh, Doesn't his contract end at the same time as Matt? Yes, but because of his, uh, his oh, injury and his personal issues, uh, his contract has been extended. So that's why he's coming so back. He, yeah. <laughs> he wants to burn so off his, the rest of the so contract. So he's going to be uh, under contract until at least uh, late 2020, early 2021. So he will he okay. will be he'll likely have some sort of a match at WrestleMania, even though he's he's still dealing with a lot of issues. So I don't know if it's it's Andre the best the idea to have him Royal. have him in the in the. <laughs> he'll win the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. <laughs> Not some sort of TLC or Money in the Bank ladder match. I, I don't think he should do that. No, like it's, like, I don't. I don't think he. Should, I, I don't know if he should be wrestling at all right handle now. It. With, yeah, with all his like, health and, and legal troubles. Like, yeah, that's it. Like, obviously, you know, he he came back to the WWE uh, after having a few successful years with uh, with Matt Hardy by his side uh, on a very limited schedule in TNAs. Um, you know, the and and then he came back over here, and obviously, we saw some. Uh, setbacks for for yeah. Jeff Hardy personally. Um, well, he came in with an injured leg, and while he was yeah. well, during his last run in TNA, he had a motorcycle accident mm-hmm. where he broke his leg, and mm-hmm. he never fully recovered from right. from that injury. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And uh, and even like the day before his return, they were fighting the Young Bucks, and they were you know flying yeah. off of like forty foot ladders onto onto tables. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know it's it's. Uh, you know, once he came back, it, it was uh, the grind of of the week in, week out, and uh, and and what I don't know what happened, what caused it, whatever it may be, whether it be the leg, whether it be the injuries, whether it be uh, personal issues, whatever what it, it caused it, it it probably ultimately was not the right place for both of them. But in retrospect, both of them should not have come back. I I, don't, um, I think that that moment at WrestleMania 33 and becoming tag team champions one more time, I, I feel yeah. it was I feel it was worth it. So they should have signed a one year contract. They shouldn't mm-hmm. have signed a three year. Like contract. the Dudleys came back for that one yeah, year too. Exactly. They should have exactly. Great point. They should yeah. have done exactly what the Dudleys did. Make their run. Then once you realize that you're being treated like a jobber, walk out. Because mm-hmm. that's what they did with the Dudleys, right? It was a yeah. huge return. Everyone was excited. They they. Got into a title program and then then got treated treated like jobbers, basically, and said, okay, that's it, we're done. And, uh, you know, Devon went back to being an agent and uh, Bubba went back to doing radio and everything else. So, uh, and a ring of honor. So, uh, that's that's what it is. And, uh, you know, that's what the Hardys should have done as well. Yeah. Well, it looks like Matt's heading to, to AEW, most likely to be the leader of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Jeff will, will join him next year. But it, it certainly looks like Jeff's uh, in-ring career is is winding down. 
Yeah, yeah. No, he can't do that full time, but mm-hmm. going to an AEW or a TNA or a Ring of Honor or MLW, wherever or, you know, he ends up going, uh, if he goes anywhere, um, then, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be good, better for him uh, just having, you know, that uh, much more limited schedule. This is Main Event Radio, maineventradio.com. You can listen to us on any podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. When we come back, we're going to preview Dartaby's Super Showdown and AEW Revolution. This is Main Event Radio. Music from Saudi Arabia. The monkeys in the back think they're they're, they're funny putting putting this stuff on, <laughs> setting the mood for Super Showdown. Yes, here. sir. <laughs> big big match. Uh, Goldberg against the Fiend Bray Wyatt uh, taking place at uh, the Mohammed Abdu Arena on the Boulevard in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Man, oh man. Hey, you don't like yourself a little bit of Saudi music? I have no problem with Saudi music. I like all kinds of music. I, I, I'm, I'm, if I'm one that likes all kinds of music, trust me, I, I can listen to anything from A to Z and still enjoy it. So it has nothing to do with that, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. What do you think of this card, man? Like it really glorified house show as I look yeah, at it. Yeah, but uh, I am excited. For, I'm gonna, I'm excited for Goldberg and, and Bray Wyatt, and I hope that uh, Goldberg actually puts over the the young the younger talent in, in Wyatt. I have a fear for that match. Big yeah. one. I think it's gonna be good. I have a fear. I think that, it's all I've, gonna it's gonna be like really like a, a like it's gonna be the spear. Like it's just gonna be like it's gonna be built around Goldberg trying to hit the spear and then Bray Wyatt somehow getting the mandible claw and, and winning. I'm scared that it's going to be the red light and it's going to be slow and it's going to be um, something that, although they'll play You think it's going to be a Goldberg-Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 20? I don't think it'll be that fast. I think it'll be slow. That's the problem. It'll be slow in the red light and people will just be like bored. And yeah. um, they'll try. Well, in Saudi to, Arabia, to play like into they that story. They but, haven't seen that much wrestling there. Like for them, like yeah, no, anything. yeah, no. But I'm but speaking, talking I'm, about the TV audience at home. The TV. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. I'm speaking more about the TV audience, the national audience, the international yeah. audience, as opposed to those who will be in that uh, stadium, because obviously that uh, that uh, events uh, or series of events is uh, something that uh, is important to them, and uh, and and they uh, you know enjoy. Uh, obviously, you see, uh, you know the 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 level of fandom some of them have in um, Saudi Arabia. So it's not about that. It's just uh, you know when you look at it, it's, uh, it's a show that uh, on paper is kind of weak, and uh, I have a feeling that you know we could end up. Um, I think Goldberg versus Bray Wyatt is certainly Vince, up there. Vince any, wants to bring back the red light. That's what I heard. So like, you know, <laughs> Vince wants to bring back the red light. That. It's not going to play in well to the matchup, I think, and I, I, it, and and I fear that that uh, is is what's going to happen with them because, you know, it it just makes sense that they would go there, uh, you know, they and have Bray Wyatt go over anyways because Bray Wyatt's going to WrestleMania, right? So slow, you know, domination by the by him and maybe a comeback by by Goldberg and then you know just that's it. But well, let's look at the card, you know, uh, quick, quick, and see what see what uh, we have from top to bottom. Yeah, so we got uh, New Day versus Miz and John Morrison, uh, reuniting an old tag team, uh, Miz and Morrison. Uh, New Day certainly going to retain here. See, this is this is why it's a glorified spot show. When you 
just like, oh, you know, like, who could we book? Oh, let's put Miz and Morrison together, <laughs> you know, for, yeah. you know, and it's like, it, which is fine. It's a spot show, right? But, uh, you know, it'll be a TV tag match. And, um, you know, it's a new day will retain. And uh, here's a new drinking game. Every time Steve says spot show, take a shot. <laughs> no, I, I usually say glorified house show. Okay, I don't. Okay. I started saying spot show because of you. Oh, okay. You're the one who said it like 10 times two weeks ago. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> um, I there you conver- go. He said it again. He said it again. He converted, he converted me to say, he converted me to saying spot show. Shot. And, now, and now he's he's making a game out of it after he's the one who converted me to it. <laughs> So this glorified house show match uh, will be, um, you know, okay, and New Day will probably retain. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then we got Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet for the WWE Championship. Ricochet's got to get this. Ricochet is your next WWE Champion. This could be a good match because Brock Lesnar— It'll probably be similar to AJ Styles and Undertaker at WrestleMania. I, but Brock Lesnar, when he wants to sell and wants to have a, a good fight and get the person over, he has a very good matchup. And I think they can play into this, and I think he seemingly is willing to work with Ricochet on this one. So we could get a very good one out of here. But Brock Lesnar is obviously retaining. No chance. Yes. Well, Brock Lesnar, 100%. I was joking when I said Ricochet. Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin for the millionth time. This time in a steel cage match. <laughs> if anything, this is the glorified house show because we've seen this 10,000 times and you see it every night on a house show, right? So um, Roman Reigns. Roman yeah, Reigns. no doubt. Hands down. This is a very predictable show. Okay, it, every time he says house show or, spa, or, or oh, now, spot Now show. it's house show too, okay. Either one, either one, either one. This F-level show. <laughs> okay. AJ Styles versus Andrade versus Bobby Lashley versus Eric Rowan versus R-Truth versus Rusev in a gauntlet match to crown the two-week trophy. What the hell is this? Like, no, I'm sorry. This is like, ugh. I'm going to say R-Truth. I'm going to say R-Truth. Yeah, whatever. Like, you know, it should be AJ Styles, though. Yeah. But especially if he's going to face The Undertaker. You know what? Yeah, true, You know, true. so it, therefore... Somewhat predictable and, and, and much like the greatest tag team in the world, the greatest wrestler in the world, and all these stupid tournaments that they do every time that they go down there. Um, yeah. <laughs> AJ Styles, I guess. You're so negative on this show. I, Bailey versus Naomi. Do you think it's going to be a five-star show? I think Bray Wyatt and Goldberg is going to be good. I think Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet is going to be good. And I think this uh, two-week trophy has the op- opportunity to be decent. All right. We'll see. Bailey and Naomi, singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Pretty One, straightforward, yeah. Will they do any title changes on on a on a on a, on a what on a what Ryan on a <laughs> on a super showdown on a super showdown <laughs> on a glorified showdown? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. They, usually they don't. They don't usually. So um, you know, they, they they pulled out a couple of left fields uh, during the last couple of years when it became so predictable. They decided to pull something out of left field and make Shane McMahon the best in the world. I think mm-hmm. that was like the biggest uh, surprise on a on a super on a super showdown slash greatest Royal Rumble. That was actually a good uh, result because Shane ended up having a little heel run from mm-hmm. that from that victory. So that actually did lead to to a main show effect from from a spot show in in, uh, <laughs> in Saudi. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Here's Naomi, ready to make history at Super Showdown. One on this night, and I'm so excited and thankful for this opportunity to possibly make history once again 
if I become champ, but also just um, being one of the women to go to Saudi Arabia and perform in a championship match is history. So It's true. Um, it's only the second female match ever in uh, in Saudi Arabia. So I know they're probably going to wear that full bodysuit. Last time there was a big back. Don't forget what happened last time they were in Saudi. They were they were pretty much like held hostage there. Vince like demanding money from the from the Saudi prince and the them being mad about the women's match and now there's going to be another supposedly, women's match. Supposedly. Yeah. Again, it, it was travel issues and that's what they've yeah, told yeah. their their shareholders so therefore they can't lie about this, but So um, I'm saying Bailey retains one other match Seth Rollins and Murphy against the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Team titles. Rollins and Murphy retain as well. And I also think that's why Cena's there Friday. Just in case they have any issues getting back, they'll have people and star power for SmackDown. So, um, you know, they, they, they've prepared, I think, this time in advance. Yeah. They also changed charter companies, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then that's, that's Thursday afternoon, actually airing at noon Eastern, Thursday on the Dirtabee Network mm-hmm. in uh, Dirtabee Super Showdown. Then taking place this Saturday night, February the 29th, from Chicago, Illinois' Wintrust Arena. It is All Elite Wrestling on pay-per-view. Revolution. We got the in-ring debut of Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger, facing off against Dustin Rhodes. I'm actually really looking forward to this match. I want to see how Jake Hager uh, performs in AEW. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm very excited for his debut, in-ring debut, uh, when it comes to one-on-ones here with uh, Dustin Rhodes. Of course, a great candidate uh, to, uh, you know, obviously have a, a WWE experience with him uh, and, and two former WWE guys. So they know uh, uh, their way around the ring, and uh, this should be uh, an interesting matchup. Uh, I'm Certainly Jake Hager will, will likely win this. That would make the most sense, uh, obviously, with him uh, getting his in-ring debut. You don't want to make mm-hmm. him lose clean in this. Uh, if somehow he lost, I, I, you would think that you know something has gone down in that matchup too. Yeah, I'm surprised to they're putting him against Dustin Rhodes in his first match. Like maybe they could have put him against a, a lesser competitor. I think I think Dustin Rhodes maybe knows that's his role though. Mm-hmm. Like you know that's part of his role here. Like he, I don't think he's his intention was to be full time or quote unquote full time uh, with. with uh, uh, AEW. I think he was just planning on doing a match or two and then decided to say, you know what, I'll stick around. Yeah, that match against his brother Cody, that one match of the year last year, that was like, a, he was thinking of that as possibly his retirement exactly. match, but so, now, now he looks like he's going to go a few more years. And I think he realizes that he knows that his role should be to be that veteran who, you know, tries to uh, give some credibility to a match because he is a veteran. But at the same time, uh, you know, put the other guy over and get him to that uh, that level. So, um, yeah, it makes sense that uh, it, it, Jake Hager would win here. Hager, listen to me. You broke my arm and I want a piece of your ass at Revolution. What I need you to do is walk down here, look me in the eye and accept it. You want to see me fight Jake Hager at Revolution? There you go, Dustin Rhodes issuing the challenge after getting injured by by Jake uh, a little while ago. To me, like Dustin is the uh, the Terry Funk of uh, of AEW. Yeah. That guy who's who's sort of at the the last legs of his career, but but can still go. And, Absolutely. Yeah. If anything, he's probably in better shape than yeah. Terry Funk was. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just hanging on. But then it's like, he's going to keep going. He's going to keep going. But yeah, Jake Hager uh, wins this one. Uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page against the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships. It was kind of random to have Omega and Page uh, become Tag Team Champions. Uh, I say Young Bucks. 
got this one. And then it ends up uh, creating a feud between Paige and Omega. Yeah, that would make the most sense. You know, it, it, it's, this tag team should probably not stay together long term. Uh, it does the job for now. And, um, you know, it, it should also be an interesting match because, I mean, it's it's four members of the elite who, who uh, obviously get along very well. So I think the chemistry will be there. Uh, for this matchup, so in ring action wise, we should look forward to something very good out of these guys. Unless you know Hangman is too drunk in the ring, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, I'm looking. Uh, Young Bucks hopefully get it. I, I believe. I believe it's uh, like they didn't want to make themselves tag team champions right exactly. away because they're they're vice presidents, co owners of the company. But I, I see them winning it this Saturday night at Revolution. MJF, uh, one of the names who's um, who's gotten over in the company, facing off against uh, other co owner Cody Rhodes, or simply Cody, uh, in a singles match. By the way, they uh, they announced at the New York uh, Toy Fair this week that the AEW is going to be having uh, action figures. They showed the prototypes for Wave 1 and Wave 2. Uh, guys getting figures include uh, Cody, MJF, uh, the Young Bucks, Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, John Moxley. So all the big guys getting uh, getting action figures, Dustin Rhodes as well. So these are very well done. They're made by Jaxware. Uh, formerly uh, Jack Specific, who created the WWE figures for many years. So they're very professional, very well done. I'm looking forward to uh, getting my hands on, on some of these action figures. Uh, Cody versus MJF. Uh, Cody just doing that crazy moonsault this past Wednesday night off the uh, in, in the in the cage match. Broke, nearly broke his foot. Oof, he, uh, he 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 did uh, injure his 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 toe apparently. Yeah. Uh, always uh, high risk maneuvers like that. Certainly very dangerous. Uh, do they go with Cody winning here? or Do they go with MJF? Uh, you know, it, it seems that we don't have any. You know, specific. Um, uh, you know. What's the word I'm looking for? Stipulation that mm-hmm. would be the end of this feud. So therefore, MJF cheating to win would make very much sense here. Uh, this yeah. is a feud that you know was so well built. You know, it starts off as really good friends, but he's not really his friend, and he's tur- he's going to slowly but surely turn on him. Turns on him, and uh, we've got a lot of heat between these two, and a lot going into it. So I think this will be very good. It'll be very hot, and um, we should have MJF go over uh, in by cheating and uh, continue the feud uh, between these two. I'm in agreement. And in the main event, Chris Jericho, the first ever and only, as of now, AEW world champion defending against John Moxley, formerly so, known as Dean Ambrose. This one, uh, talking about hardcore, this one certainly will will get a little bit of hardcore in there as uh, John Moxley's a, a, a very uh, hardcore wrestler, if you will. Um, is it time yet for, for Jericho to drop the belt? I say no. And when he does, I think he should drop the championship to to a to a young star, not somebody who's who's already known. Yeah, that question. But other people are saying John Moxley should be the second champion. So, but for me, I say Jericho retains tonight, uh, Saturday night. Yeah. So Jericho, uh, since since he won, that's been the question, right? Since uh, like you know, who's he going to drop to? And uh, you know, eventually he has to drop to someone, but I think it has to be someone as big as him. So. If if it is Moxley, then then I'll be happy with that. Uh, you know, Moxley uh, definitely deserves it. I don't necessarily think it may, it'll be here though. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they also do a cheat to win thing here with, with Jericho, um, and and therefore you know be able to continue a little bit of this feud. Uh, it's pretty hot. I think the crowd's into it, and and to you know run it back again after that. I think they can do that. So um, you know Jer- Jericho cheating to win could make sense. Uh, otherwise, I'd be more than 
and happy with uh, Moxley going over, getting uh, you know revenge for Mitch and <laughs> and walking out with that title. He, he you need someone just as big to carry the flagship of this company. Your your champion is supposed to be the guy who's going to be your face for for you know outside of of your company, and uh, so therefore you have to go with the big ones. Uh, you know the yes, the young stars are eventually going to have to get built and put over, um, but I don't feel like. You know, we re- besides MJF, who's already in a feud with Cody, uh, uh, you know, someone who's a young star that you can really give the title to uh, at this point in time that can car- carry and be the face of AEW. So um, I hope Moxley wins, but I'll predict a, a Jericho retain. Mm-hmm. You would, you actually would like Moxley to yeah, win because I don't think I don't think he's the right guy to to be their their champion. Chris Jericho is is certainly a, a much better choice and. And rightfully so, they being the first AEW champion. Choices besides MJF. Have Jericho keep the title for a while. What's the big rush? No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. But my point being more, okay, who would be the next champion? Oh, after Jericho? Like besides, Cody I, Rhodes. Cody. Cody Rhodes, he's not allowed. Why is he not allowed? The Young Bucks are going to be tag team champions as of Saturday. He's not allowed. He lost his stipulation. He's never allowed to go for the title again. Oh yeah, right. That's yeah, true. Right. And uh, it, it uh, he, he like 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 a stipulation has never stuck before. I know, in the history I know, of, but of pro wrestling. they want to be different, right? So yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why you maybe don't... it restarted. Like the ratings restart January first. The the win loss records. Maybe the the stipulations restart too. Well, maybe. or if you win this match, uh, you can get a shot at the title or something. I don't know. They, you yeah. know, it's obviously they There's made, ways they to made get it, out of it. There's there ways. is ways to get out of it. But they made it a point to say forever, and um, you know it. It's obviously different from any other time that they've uh, done it, but that, and that's not what I'm saying. Uh, is that you know if, if yeah Cody, but Cody's in a, in a feud with MJF, so who else at that point? There's no one that can really be your face to that company and and carry it, you know, and 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 be able to go to the mainstream and. and be that guy. So I, I don't feel like that they necessarily have someone who could do that right now. So Moxley's the closest candidate, and therefore if Moxley goes over, I'd be happy. I'm sure they're going to announce more matches Wednesday night at AEW Dynamite. Uh, one one more quick question. Is there any chance that Goldberg wins against Bray Wyatt at uh, the spot show Thursday afternoon in Saudi Arabia? You never say never in pro wrestling, but I would say 1%. 1%, yeah? Yeah. I would say 30%. I would, <laughs> it could happen. You never know. You know, so I, it's uh, it, right now the, the plan is that Goldberg is a one-off. There is ongoing debate, though, as to whether or not this should uh, become more than a one-off. No, no, but they they got to get like Bray Wyatt's having a great run. They have to keep it on. Yeah, on Bray and, Wyatt. and how do you not? How do you cause him to drop that title at this point and not go to WrestleMania with it? So, after all that run, this has been a year-long run for Wyatt. Enjoy pro wrestling, Ryan Ryder, Steve Rockamaniac. This has been Main Event Radio.